Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. Dustin. Uh, Dean is currently sick, so he's uh, not partaking in this interview, which he wanted to be here, and I wanted him to be here, but you know, you can't help it when someone falls ill, so let's all wish him the best. But joining us today is the dad in the one movie that literally gave me nightmares for a week and a half straight, and movies do not do that that often with me at all. Um, so we're here with Ross Paul to kind of talk about what was in that house. We have Ross Paul from Skinnamarink. Ross, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you? You know, I'm I'm tired, but I'm living life, and I love what I do. So uh, no complaints there, man. <laughs> burning burning the candles at both ends, or uh, yeah, a little bit. But you know, I I can't I can't really complain too much. You know, I got my day job that I do, and then I got this one, and obviously I would. 100% prefer to be doing this full time and you know making a profit but I mean that's just not how it goes when you start doing a podcast for two years you gotta wait a little bit <laughs> but it's awesome yeah. having you on man it's awesome thank you I'm really glad to be here appreciate it um, yeah whatever you want to ask I'm open to anything oh and on behalf of Kyle and myself uh, we apologize for the nightmares and no the not going to sleep everyone. <laughs> there there is no apologizing this is what I the one thing that um, I always talk about um, with friends or even Dean or anybody else who comes on the show is I love horror because I love how uncomfortable it can make me feel, um, how it can give you like that adrenaline rush. And then it will linger for days if it's the right movie. If you watch something and it hits that spot, I, I watch for that. And this movie delivered on everything. I know it's a movie that's been mixed. You know, some people like like it they don't like it it doesn't you know affect them or affects them a lot like it did with me and i think it's because i have other connections that made me feel the way i felt for it um for people who don't have you know um kids or someone close to them who who's younger who is you know essentially um defenseless and they can't do much on their own without you know someone there to help them uh it won't affect them that much, but considering I have a now five-year-old son who was four at the time that I saw this film, um, Lucas definitely, you know, who played Kevin, had uh, his role hit me a lot with the things that happened to him. But um, go ahead, Ross, you were saying something. 
No, I was just going to, I was just going to uh, say, yeah, it probably made you think of him. And uh, uh, before we get into that, I, it, the reason why I apologize is it's funny because I told Kyle how it affected me at the after party, like just after the premiere. And he apologized. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Ross. I'm like, don't apologize, man. That's a testament to your work, you know, yeah. like, don't apologize for doing, you know, producing something awesome. <laughs> So. Yeah, I want to see more from Kyle. I mean, I went to go see. Well, I watched the the short that he made. Um, it was heck right before he did it. So it was pretty much you know him toying around with it and then going full blown with it. And I love I love both of the shorts. the The short um didn't affect me as much because mm-hmm. I think it's because I watched it. I watched it after I saw Skin and Marink, which I think I probably should have watched Heck and then Skin and Marink. But I'm glad that I saw this one first because of how much it affected me. I saw both. Um, the f- Heck didn't bother me at all. I think it's because with Skin and Marink, you, uh, it's like you're you're just drawn in more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Into the atmosphere and what's going on. Whereas with Heck, I wasn't. I didn't have time to really be drawn into it or attached to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you're so attached to the to kids, you know, um, Kevin yeah, and um, Kylie. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you have the parent, you, <laughs> who we see you on screen, we hear you on the phone. You're not in the movie that much. But no. when you are there and the moments that happen that surround you are terrifying. And I, I want to get into all of that before we go full blown into Skin and Marink. Um, why don't you let everybody who's listening um, know know what you were doing leading up to this? Uh, were you always into acting? Or was it something you always wanted to do? Like, where, where did it kind of all all begin for you, Ross? I always have trouble with this question because my <laughs> life is, I took the path least uh, traveled in life. <laughs> I zigzagged a lot. <laughs> I, I first wanted to be in a heavy metal band so that was my hell first. yeah man hell yeah <laughs> i did do that for a while in ontario uh i'm originally from nova scotia on the east coast by oh, the okay. way where i started and uh i i moved to niagara falls and that's where i did the band thing and i and i did always want to act as well like i did do a little bit of acting uh but it wasn't until the band broke up and the relationship ended that's when I moved back home and I and I uh, basically had to start over like everything I was doing in Niagara Falls Ontario like I had all the stuff on the go I was like yeah I know what I'm doing with my life and then it all just ended like literally just domino oh, and yeah. then I started over and I said you know what I'm gonna go for acting and I just started searching uh, for open casting calls in the paper and online I searched everywhere I was like okay how do I get into acting I literally Googled how, what's the quickest way <laughs> just jump into acting. Yeah. And a lot of the advice I got was to just do it. And so basically just look for uh, any background work, right? Because what's the number one thing that gets you hired on any job? Experience. Experience. Yeah. It's always experience. Experience always wins. Uh, so I knew I had, to, I had to get set experience. Um, yeah. You know, what does this, I didn't even know what a set looked like, <laughs> uh, but uh, I answered a call in the, it was, a, I think it was in the paper. Anyways, I, uh, my first real set experience was Moby Dick. It was starring Ethan Hawke, Gillian Anderson, Billy Boyd, 
which is uh, one of the hobbits. He's actually really that short. Well, he's not <laughs> as size of a hobbit, but he's he's shorter than me, and I'm not very tall. Like I'm only five six, so he must have been five feet right on. Oh wow! He, yeah, he was short. I was like, wow, he really is a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charlie Cox that plays Daredevil. Yeah. He was in that. Uh, Ethan Hawke actually said hi to me. He said, That's "Hey, awesome. how's it going?" Wow, and I've seen like, this hey, movie too. I have seen. I've definitely seen Moby Dick. So I'm gonna have to go rewatch it now. See if I can spot you. Uh, it was a mini series, so I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't even. Oh yeah, I got it on DVD. Of course, I had to buy the DVD because I had to because <laughs> I was in the background. So that's when it. That's uh, that was my first background experience. It was a big set. And I learned a lot. I learned so much, man. I had full makeup, full gear, because, you know, it's set back in, what, the late 1800s, early 19th, or I don't... Yeah, pretty early. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, that was amazing. I spent, like, two weeks on that set. It was crazy. It was so many people on that set. They would line up at the end of the night, and they were just... They had a a binder full of checks. They were just writing out (laughs) checks to all the actors. And I got cut a check every night. Like, it was just... I was like, really? <laughs> like, just, anyways. That's awesome, though. That's awesome. Good experience. Yeah, I remember sleeping in my car the first night because uh, uh, it was like a four-hour drive from where I lived. I didn't have any money at the time, uh, so I was really determined. I didn't care. I was, I was going to sleep on a park bench. I was going to do whatever it took. <laughs> oh, wow. Definitely got some dedication going on. Oh, wow. yeah. I, I wanted it bad. And then uh, after that was over with... Um, I decided to get really serious and I had to come up with a plan because I was like, well, I can't, I mean, I'm going to need money to get where I'm going. And I'm, I, I was thinking maybe Vancouver or Toronto would be the best. And so to get money, I decided to go to Alberta to get work in the oil fields. So that was my money plan, Okay. which worked out for a while. So yeah, I drove the, I packed up my car and I uh, drove the whole way across Canada and wow. uh, yeah. Got to work in the oil field, and then while I was in Alberta, I got into theater, a theater group here, so I did a play. Theater is uh, a good way, too, of getting a lot of experience. Absolutely. I always give that advice to any actor or anyone that wants to start out. If you can do theater, you can do anything, right? Because you don't get a take two, take three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, well, you, you mess yeah. up. You just got to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, playing live with a band. If you mess up, just... just fucking keep going don't 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 yeah. even pay attention to it just keep going <laughs> exactly i've done that many times especially playing drunk <laughs> <laughs> but nobody notices right if you're you, you get used to just improvising or, or you know on the fly and, no, and if you're that good and that relaxed in your uh yeah. in your environment then i've definitely experienced that. that too with some bands that i was in uh I, i'm a drummer so I, i've you know i've messed oh, no. up you know you, it's bound to happen you're not perfect all the time so you just got to keep rolling with those punches so I can relate. <laughs> Do you want a band now? No, no, not enough time, unfortunately. Yeah, I hear you. That's another thing with me. I had. That's another reason why. I, yeah, because I, like I said, I was zigzagging, so I was in between acting and the band thing. So I decided to try to get in a band here, but again, time. So I had to make a decision. Okay, what am I doing? I only had so much time, and you, you can't give a hundred percent to everything because that yeah. doesn't exist. So, yeah, I ended up just, that's why my guitar hangs on the wall and collects dust now. Uh, but, yeah, the next thing I did, I, uh, 
I, fa I did find an agent in Calgary and I did get on the show Heartland in the background. It's mostly just background work, to be honest. Like I've done a lot of background work. A lot of it isn't, well, I should say most of it is not on my IMDb because IMDb only lists the major stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause well, the stuff that you can get credited for, like I was on the show Heartland and it won't show up on IMDb because there's no credits. I don't know wow. why, but yeah. So I was in a few seasons of that. That was a Canadian TV show that's filmed here in Calgary. Um, but again, like I said, a lot of it isn't listed on my IMDb. So I have to go. That's where my resume comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that, uh, nothing. What happened after that? Oh, it was after that. I went to Vancouver Film School. And that's where I got most of my training. Well, all my training. And then that's where I met my ex. <laughs> and then, yeah, of course. And, yeah, <laughs> fell in love and all that stuff. And then uh, thought we were going to be together forever or whatever. And then, yeah, long story short, um, ended up back here to Alberta and became a full-time single dad of two boys. And then I thought my acting career was over, but, you know, I always wanted to get back into acting. And I kept in touch with a lot of my friends and, uh, I decided to do videography. Okay. And that, yeah. So yeah, this, this is kind of important. So when I was doing videography, I was shooting weddings and I decided to shoot my first music video, which is called shameless. And that's on IMDb as well. It was okay. by, uh, yeah. I think called, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I was looking at it briefly. Was my first big video. It was okay. I look back at it now, I'm like so many things I could have done differently, but <laughs> well, uh, that's why you got the experience. So that way, you know, once you do it the next time, you know, not to do whatever you did before. So there yeah, you go, man. Exactly. But I met the, the, the teenagers that I used in that video. One of the moms was uh, just going to school for film as well. And she ended up directing and producing a commercial for save the turtles, like environmental commercial. Oh, wow. And she did. Luke, that was Lucas's first acting gig. So there's a Save the Turtles commercial out there with Lucas and my other son, Ryland. Oh, wow. On that set is where we all met Jamie, Jamie Hill. Okay. So Jamie Hill played the mom in that commercial. She plays the mom in Skinnamarine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we met Jamie. And so we got talking to Jamie. And, that, and that's another, that's the second biggest most important thing is networking. And yeah. The, oh, the, yeah. I, I, I'm in that all, all day, every day. <laughs> exactly. So set experience and networking, two most important things. So, you know, became friends with Jamie and then uh, uh, basically just, I don't know how long after, it was probably just a few months. And that's when she got a hold of me. It was like my friend Kyle, Edward Ball, mm -hmm. is looking to shoot his first feature film and looking for someone to play the character of a single dad of two kids and you're probably perfect because you're a single dad of two kids and you're an actor so you know give it a try and uh, I uh, did a I think it was just I think it was pretty much a zoom call like a quick uh, audition talked on the phone for a bit and then did a quick audition and he got to see Lucas and he said you're perfect for the part pretty much uh, especially with how he it's almost eerie how he wrote the mother and how and how close some of it was. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Actually, I, I need to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> okay, okay. No worries. No worries at all. Um, yeah, like, this movie, it really, it throws you through a loop a little bit because you don't know where it's going at first. Um, yeah, you get a lot of angles of the house and a lot of, you know, things disappearing. Um, you, you, are, you think you're going to start learning about this family, which you do, but... And not the way you're expecting. And that's what really started throwing me off. Um, mm-hmm. Is because we pretty much, we see you very, very quickly, you know, answering the phone. And then we hear your voice um, right after. Uh, the movie's been out for a while, so we can talk about spoilers. It's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, I'm just going to interject. The, no, go ahead. Yeah, because normally with your typical setup, you always have the establishing shot, you know, outside yeah. the house. You see the house or the building or the... You know, the establishing shot first, so you know where the story is taking place. And then you have, then it introduces, slowly introduces the characters. You know what I mean? There's a there's a process. Yeah. But Kyle just says, fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, and he just jumps into, like, a nightmare sequence. Yeah, and um, there's been a lot of theories about this film, too. Um, I don't want to get into, into them because they're so in-depth. But a lot of them are really cool. I'm sure you probably have heard some about you oh, know in red lots yeah, yeah some of them the, are pretty... there was one that um that i read that someone sent to me was like oh this is all in um kevin's head because he fell down the stairs yeah and everything coma. i read that online on, on a youtube uh review that oh kevin's in a coma and this whole thing's taking place while he's in a coma yeah and i'm like that's pretty fucked up uh, for uh, a four-year-old to have that imagination. I mean, they have wild imaginations. Don't get me wrong. They do. But wow, to, you know, witness your whole family disappear and then meet this thing at the end. And, like, I'm, I'm going to... S- go ahead. Killed over and over and over. Yeah, oh, my God. That was the, like, that the, was, I don't want to jump around or get too far ahead. I hope I'm not. Uh, no, no, no. You're perfect. Like this, this show, we're always off the rails, so it's completely fine. Um, okay. Um, yeah. But that the, part. Go ahead. Well, because I I know that's a, that's usually a, another question I always get is how I felt and all that stuff, and that was that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, it just bothers me. I can't watch it. I can't. I've only. I saw Skinnamarink. Kyle sent me the temporary link. This is before he released it, before it yeah. blew up. I watched it in my home. I was a little tired. It was late at night. I was like, okay. I'm not sure why it didn't really hit me that well. I guess I, oh, I know why. Because the very first time I watch it, I'm watching it through an actor's, like a filmmaker's point of view. Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, because you got to think from filming it, to seeing seeing how it all came together, I, I think in the back of my mind, I had no idea what Kyle was going to do. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to shoot it this way. I was thinking, okay, where's the establishing shot? Where's the, you know what I mean? So I was asking all these questions. And I was trying to put it together. That's why I didn't get into it the first time. I was I was literally putting the movie together. I'm like, this is fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but no, I didn't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I know it's exactly what you mean. What's going on here? And then, so that was the first time watching it, but I'm really open-minded and it did bother me a little bit. I'm like, okay, this is, this is pretty crazy. But I, it took me a while to figure out what he was doing and then I got it. And then 
come the premiere watching it in Edmonton when I when you know at the theater yeah. I had a completely different experience especially being there with everybody too you know you get a whole different vibe of um of everybody's reactions hearing everybody gasp at things or being like no 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 I was saying no a lot in the theater when I was watching this and I was like are you kidding me it was it was it was intense uh, oh yeah I had people swearing and screaming <laughs> behind me I was in the front row and I, yeah, you hit on a good point there. I think the theater experience, that's why it's so much better because you pick up on other people's energy and there's a lot of energy in the atmosphere. And the, so the second time I saw it at the premiere, I was able to, you know, go into it again with an open mind and just immerse myself into it. Uh, immerse myself, sorry. <laughs> and that took me on a trip, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I was feeling it and it bothered me. Like I was so like clenched. I think my body was just tight. That's how exactly I I was too. That's exactly how I was feeling. Like I was so uneasy. I think for the first time I was, I I don't know. I don't suffer from anxiety or anything like that, but I think I, I was feeling a little bit of anxiety at one point and I almost want, there was a point where I wanted to leave, but yeah, the whole point is, I guess, is that the second time I saw it was a completely different experience and I totally got it and it took me on a really bad trip <laughs> and I just know that I'm I can't watch it I can't watch it again I can't even look at the it bothers me to watch the trailer <laughs> the trailer like really gets you on edge uh we did a reaction to it and in the movie we don't ever hear a voice say in this house but um, that's essentially what the the voice is sounding like in the movie. So you hear it in different tones and different areas, saying different things. But what it's saying that and the the loud crackling of you know like the film and everything that's going on, which adds to the aesthetic and the feel of the film, which I love. I love the whole way that it's shot. I love how it's grainy, how it's loud, how it feels very old timey. I love that. I love that about this and how it's so dark. And like you know, the microphones are so tur- they're turned up and they're super sensitive. I love yeah, I love yeah. the whole aesthetic and that the trailer does a really good job of you being like, I don't know if I want to go and see this film, and um, that's what drew had, me right to it. And I'm like, yeah. I need to see this. I had mixed feelings about the trailer. I was I was I don't know. I was like, okay, this is very creepy. I loved it because it was different. But at the same time, I was worried about how it was going to be received. Yeah. It's not your typical. Yeah, and, it's you know, so out of, of the world, box. A lot of us are used to getting the same blueprint, you know, movie, like uh, film every time, you know, forever. And yeah. now someone, every once in a while, someone comes along and changes it up and, and not everybody likes change, you know. so It's true. It's true. But... This is why I love indie films because they they break that mold. They take those chances. Um, Kyle put a lot of work into this, as everybody else did in this film, and I can see it. And um, you put in so much work that I could only watch this movie twice. (laughs) I watched it in the theater, and then I actually, it took me two sessions to get through it when it dropped on Shudder, which I wanted to ask you about that too in a second. But, um, so I saw in the theater um, what a lot of people, the theater was pretty much full. Um, I was right in the middle. It was in the theater was really loud. So I had to experience. And mm-hmm. um, 
during the screening when um it gets to the point where kevin is by himself and he's being told to harm himself and oh, yeah. i at that moment i was like because it was late at night i think the movie showing was at 8 p.m and i'm about an hour and a half mm. away because the theater i went to like to go support in salem and um, Same with me. I had to drive an hour and a half. It was around 8 p.m. Yeah, it was the scene where he, the entity says, put the knife in your eye. Yeah, yeah. So that that happened. And I had this instant reaction of wanting to get up and drive home and make sure my son was okay. Um, luckily, wow. he was at home with my girlfriend. They were both sleeping. I like I have voice messages that I sent to my girlfriend and Dean of being like, this movie's so fucked up, man. Like I don't, what I just saw, <laughs> like I I'm shaking right now. I need to go home. I need to make sure my son's okay. And having that feeling, um, it's an awful thing to feel, but I loved it at the moment. Cause I'm like, there's no movie out there that makes me feel this intense emotion. This, this tense, like mm-hmm. feeling of like something's wrong. And I watched the yeah, whole film. I didn't leave. I watched the whole four. thing. Yep, yeah, right there, right there. And I was just like, I, I don't know. And then we get to the end of the film, which fucked me up even more. Is this the last still frame? There's barely anything there with the face, you know. And Kevin's yeah. asking, "What's your name?" over and over again, and it's just there, lately smiling. You can see it right in the back, but it fucked me up, and I had to keep like a light on for a week straight for me to go to bed i couldn't have any darkness in my house whatsoever you're not the only one to say that i've heard that a lot i was like really it wasn't that bad for me but it was it took me probably four or five days almost a week to i don't know it it didn't bother me like i need to turn the keep the lights on or anything like that it was just it it sat with me right in here and it was like buried it with me for a good week it took a while for me to kind of work through it just to kind of like. Did you ever have to I run over to Lucas and be like, you're here, right? <laughs> I would have been like, dude, yeah, you well, need to get Lucas, over here. <laughs> yeah. Lucas was at the premiere and uh, him and Rylan ended up running in the theater at one point. And I told them to stay up there because my ex was there to help, you know, look after them so I could, yeah. um, you know, be see the film, and they wanted to see it, but I was like, "There's no way." You kids no, are. no, no. Uh, but they ran inside during the premiere for one point, and that uh, <laughs> that that messed them up for a while. Even to this day, now they're scared to. I have to go upstairs with them, and I have to make sure all the lights are on. Is he afraid so, of night lights now? <laughs> uh, they, oh no, they need their night light. Their yeah, night that's light good. It makes them feel safe, and I have to lay down. I'm still. Uh, I lay down with Lucas on his. Like I lay down with him until he falls asleep. Now. Oh yeah, so, I do that with my son too. Well, he's but he's eight years old now. Yeah, so like, I know, but it's so like you, you, you love them so much that like I don't want to stop doing this. <laughs> I know, know I'm conflicted because I'm like you're getting older. You gotta, you know, I want them to start being more independent, but at the same time, you miss all the little things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I guess I can ask a little bit about Lucas too. So when this was brought to you and, and you saw um, whatever Kyle um, sent to you to read over, did Lucas know what he was acting in or were you, or were you trying to be as open as possible <laughs> with him or, or hide things? 
That is a good question. I didn't know this is, you know, our first horror movie and his yeah. first horror movie. And obviously, the, the ex, his mom was like, you know, what are we getting into? Is it going to be safe? Like, well, but at the same time, we're both actors. And my ex, um, Allison, she, she understands too, because, you know, um, she knows how it all works. So it wasn't yeah. that bad, I guess. Um, we're, I think we decided not to really tell him too much because then we would have it would have been just so difficult to explain to him at the time yeah because he was six at the time so i was like how do i explain to a six-year-old that you're going to be in a horror movie where there's this thing or something killing yeah yeah you know you're watching uh transformers and I don't know, at the time, probably Paw Patrol or Pokemon, and yeah. now you're immersing you in horror. And uh, so we just decided not to get into it, and I just said, you're going to be in a film, Lucas. It's going to be fun, and it is going to be a scary film. But, uh, and then he it's was like, safe, oh, like, yeah. Really? So, yeah, so I didn't get into it too much with him. All he knew is that he was going to be in a in a movie, and that it was going to be fun, and, and uh, he, it was going to be a scary movie, but I didn't, it was like I said, it was our first, his first horror film. So I didn't know how to go about it. You know what I mean? I, I just thought that was the best way. And it worked out because, I mean, we just kind of let it unfold one yeah. step at a time as he was doing each scene. And we kind of give him an idea. We tried to make it as light as possible for him and for, uh, for Dally. Yeah. yeah. Dally, Dally Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee. Yeah. I think. Yeah, as I was, you said Kylie, so I was like, "Is it Kylie or Kaylee?" I, don't I probably said it wrong. <laughs> no, it's I th- fine. I'm, but I just got me questioning myself. I think it's. I, I'm like looking at the poster. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem when you watch so many movies too. You get you get a lot of uh, characters confused, especially on my end. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's more than fair. Um, <laughs> I think. Dally had well because Dally was older and well she's a couple years older so I think she had a better understanding. Well, I mean she what, had like literally her face removed <laughs> at one point, yeah. but you know it was probably more in, the, in editing. Obviously, I don't think you want to put prosthetics on a girl and then like, have her fucking whole face gone. No, um, no, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean by safe is that they didn't really they didn't know all the things that were happening to the character. Yeah. You know Which I think mean? is like, the best thing to do at that age. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Lucas, we're just gonna cut you and. Uh, yeah, we're gonna put this in your eye real quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. It was a, it was a completely different experience. I wasn't sure how. Like, I had no clue how we were going to do this, but Kyle was very, uh, very wise, very smart about it, and yeah, it was a, it was very cool. Yeah, especially the knife. Because there's pictures on my IMDb and my Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram, by the way. Uh, Ross oh yeah, Paul. I think you followed. I, I, did I follow you back? I might have. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta double check on that. Oh, I did. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, so for the viewers out there that don't aren't following me, I am on Instagram. Either Ross Paul or Ross is awesome sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's awesome. Right Roll with it, man. It's it's good. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was 
were going to say, yeah, there's, I think, yeah, there's behind the scenes pictures on my Instagram as well. Oh, I got to go dig through those now. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, my scene, you can see them coming, you can see how we filmed it. And yeah, there's, a, I put a few pictures up there. So anybody that wants to take a peek behind the scenes, you can go to my Instagram or my IMDB, you can IMDB, Skinnamarink, and then look under cast and crew, obviously. And then I put some pictures of Lucas saying his lines in the mic. And so there's some really good behind the scenes photos. Oh, yeah. there. Or I'll link all this stuff to you in the, um, in the bio I, for the show. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. So the whole knife part, I, I was, I just sat back and kind of watched it, but I didn't want to be too close on set because I didn't want to interfere in the process. You know what I mean? Or distract him. Yeah. I know. So I tried to hang back, but at the same time wanted to know what was going on. So, cause I wasn't sure seeing it on script is one thing. Cause I know some people think, well, you read the script. Well, Oh, it's always but, different, man. It's always yeah, different what's on paper and what's, you know, being done in front of you are two completely different things. <laughs> what yeah. you, how you think it's going to look sometimes, you know what I mean? Versus what's how it's uh, all being set up and everything. Yeah. Uh, so he did have, there's a picture of Lucas holding an exacto blade, but there's no blade in it. I, I'm pretty sure Kyle, just so everybody knows he took the blade out. So Lucas didn't have a blade. <laughs> he has the handle, but yeah. He, yeah. So he was, yeah, so I wasn't sure what was going on with that part. wasn't sure I was going to do that. So, um, wow, that's I don't know what I what how I would have been on set for that. Um, and the other part that really got me when things started to amp up a lot was when you were in the bedroom with with Kaylee, right? Did I say it right this time? I think so. Um, when she's in there and you're saying, "Look under the bed." I'm like, don't, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. Don't. <laughs> like, she does it. And then you say, do it again. And she's like, oh, all right. Yeah, I'll go do it. I'm like, what? Uh, why? No. And it's the, the funny thing, too, is that I know this is, it's realistic because kids do that. You, if you tell them to do something, especially if you're a parent or, or anything like that, if you're older and you ask them to do something silly, they'll, they'll go ahead and do it. Um, I don't know if they'll do it well, twice. <laughs> I always look under the beds anyway. Yeah. When I was little, I, I, that's the first place I looked was under the bed. Oh no! Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And oh, then... you you didn't like looking under the bed? <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, okay. that scene. I always looked under the bed as a kid. I always that's the first place I checked. I I don't know if it's because I my sisters, my older sisters, growing up, they introduced me to these scary movies at a young age. So. uh yeah, that I, that I always check under the beds. <laughs> Hell no! I'm like, leave me alone. I don't check anything. I'll just stay on my bed and just wrap myself up in blankets. That's what I've done ever since I was a kid. Because um, I used to be deathly afraid of horror movies until I started breaking out of the mold, and now I love them. <laughs> um, yeah, same. With I think it was so two things. One, I think it was that old movie. Uh, I think it was called Monsters with Harry Mandel. And he's a monster under the bed, and it has what's his name, Fred. Um, yeah, you're thinking of uh, oh crap. Um, oh, little monsters. Little monsters, yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so he's under the bed. That whole world is under the bed. Yeah, that's goes, a fun yeah, movie. That's what made me get in the look. That's why I, I knew there was a reason. Ever since that movie, I was like always looking under beds. Yeah. So, hey, is my friend oh, here? Oh, look under that. there, and, and it's then something then, trying to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Skinner would make you not 
want to look under the bed. Yeah, and definitely not twice. Done. Not twice. Um, that's, that's so nuts. And how that whole scene um, was flowing too. How then you would just you'd be gone, and then <gasps> there's the mother. And then I know this is so minimal yeah. too. Is um, when it starts going really off the rails, and she's up there still, and she starts hearing things, and her mother's gone. And that one hand smack on the wall, it's so minimal, but oh my god, does it get me. And it got a lot of people in the theater too, because throughout the whole film so far, it's been, you know, not a lot going on. There's something building, and you know that. Something strange, it's off. Um, The kids are by themselves. They have to go get a bucket to pee and shit in, which is awful to think about too, because the toilet's gone. Um, And then... The sister is upstairs, and you know, you, I'm pretty sure at this point Kevin is sleeping. I, we would assume that he he'd be sleeping, and she's up there by him by herself because she's being called up there, and they're alone. So I mean, obviously, if they hear a voice, they're gonna be like, "I'm gonna go investigate it. Maybe it's mom, maybe it's dad. Who knows?" And then she gets taken by this entity, and it's so minimal, it's so fast, but that that hand and and how loud it is too because the mics are so sensitive and that's like even the whispering is so loud in this film and i love that aesthetic that the part um i've read and heard a lot of people being confused about and and talked about was whether or not the mother was actually there like how did the mother where was the mother that's what i was thinking too so this is just to clear that up in the beginning of the movie, I'm on the phone with her. So obviously, we're not living living together. Yeah, yeah, I so, definitely picked that up. There, I read a lot of comments in under a lot uh, different reviews, and people were saying, "Was the mother there?" Uh, like a lot of people were confused with whether the mother was even there or not, and what you know what was going on as far as the character's relationship. And so, what based on the script? Uh, we're divorced. She's at her house. She's unwell. I, Kevin falls down the stairs. I call her to let her know everything's okay to reassure. So the mother doesn't live with me. Yeah. So, and that's my bedroom. And then, so for, you know, that, yeah, spoilers. So um, <laughs> the entity is totally, you know, messing with us all. Yeah. So he, the entity, brings the mom to my bedroom so, so then the mom- oh wow this this adds so like like i th- i was thinking that what you're saying was what was happening and that she wasn't there anything but this just adds a whole nother level to it because that means that you were taken uh, <laughs> but man, we never see it I through know. your eyes i know uh it's such a mind fuck <laughs> that's why i love this though it's it's so good it's so good. Uh, it's pretty bad that I didn't even really understand. <laughs> I kind of understood, but um, it's been a couple years now too. So, and I haven't read the script since. I only read it, you know, going into it. And then yeah. I, I mean, I, I just looked at the script the other day, but I might read it again just to. I don't know if I. Yeah, I think I will just to uh, uh, compare. Yeah. See what changed. Yeah, you know, there's I, always something that changes from script to screen. Always. 
surprised I didn't do that right afterwards. I normally do, but I didn't this time. I guess I just got caught up in everything because when Skin and Mary blew up, man, it, it got crazy. But uh, I, I'm sure we can get to that. Um, yeah, yeah, that whole scene with the looking under the bed and then the mom, me disappearing and then the mom being there. It's nice, I had to dude. do that twice. <laughs> I had to... That was... Uh... That was tricky, you know, because I didn't want to. I'm like, how do I sound like I'm possessed? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. How do I be, how do I be me? Because that's what I remember Kyle saying that he's like, I want you to still be the dad, but not quite the dad. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, a little off. A little yeah, off. he's like, so I want you to still because the dad has a gentle, you know, demeanor. And, uh, but at the same time, I can't remember what he, I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember. No, you're good. You're good. I'm trying to remember his direction he gave me. It was pretty good direction. It took me a few takes and then I finally, cause I didn't want to go over the top. I didn't want to be like, yeah. I'm a demon. <laughs> like, yeah. And also we never see your face. If we, it's always just by the side. If we see yeah. it too, so like we never know exactly what you look like. So maybe you are warped. Maybe you are. Oh you know, yeah, I never thought of that. Know? Um, that's what I, I was thinking about that a little bit when um second viewing I was watching because I was thinking about things a little bit more and I could take my time with it since it was on Shutter. So I was like, that's that's interesting. You never see his face. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's another topic. That's a whole other topic too. Um, my friend, uh, a new friend that I met, uh, Troy Basoran. He's in, Al I think he's in Southern California, uh, close to. Al Sorry, where's LA? LA. LA is on the West Coast. Okay, um, he's close to. You know, what? I don't remember where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I thought he was in LA. Um, well, because he met Kyle in LA, that's why. Anyway, he's okay. going to be film make uh, writing, or he already wrote his short film, and I'm going to be in his film coming. Oh, up awesome! Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all connected. Uh, okay, I had a brain fart. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but that actually kind of leads into another question I wanted to ask you too: is um, what other things are you? are you doing is there things that are, are happening down the line i know you're mentioning that you're going to be in a short right now but is there anything else that's lined up for you and even lucas uh we did a whole like we i knew someone that owned a theater his own theater in uh ontario and so afterwards we got flown there and we had a preview there preview, oh nice preview preview slash premiere there uh I just call it a screening. Yeah, and uh, we had a meet and greet, and so we had like a pretty much a full house, and it was our first time doing anything like that. Which is, and I oh the little videos I have those snippets on my Instagram as well, the reels of Lucas and I introducing it, and then the little oh I have, nice. I have the interview broken up into three parts, but it's just all him. I haven't released my interview yet. I haven't had time. Um. That must be so exciting for him, but I know it's like overwhelming too, especially being so young. But this is awesome for him, and I'm I'm really 
I'm happy for him, you know, getting the spotlight and even for you too. And, you know, finally going down this dream that you had and it's all coming to fruition. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. I've always, I always dreamt of either being a rock star or an actor. Like I always just dreamt. Well, of you're that. both, man. You're both. <laughs> oh shucks <laughs> no, i tried to be a rock star for a while that was fun what i remember of it um <laughs> but uh i wasn't it it definitely hasn't played out the way i thought it was that's for damn sure <laughs> i yeah. did not i didn't think i was ever going to be uh a single full-time single dad of two kids and trying to break into acting again it's just weird and how or crazy how things come along at the times that they do but as far as uh, opportunities and that, um, it's definitely put us on the radar, like of a lot of people. Um, it hasn't. It's just been so weird. It's been a roller coaster ride. Like it just, it's been coming in waves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the first wave, and I got, I got really overwhelmed at the beginning, and. Uh, really burnt out i didn't sleep for the first little while because i was on such a natural high it was my first time experiencing that kind of a high because my phone was blowing up like mad like yeah. i was being tagged and they're like i couldn't keep up with it like i was just like what? <laughs> yeah what i know kyle was also saying that was happening to him too which i mean rightfully so like this is the first big thing that both of you have really done and it's bringing a lot of attention and it's on a big streaming service shutter which gives mm-hmm. it so much more it was in theaters. It's a very low budget indie film, so there's a lot of eyes on it. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah, it's been surreal. It's been I hate using that word too, because <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't know how else to describe yeah. it. It was a lot. It was a lot. I got really overwhelmed in the first week. Say, so I yeah, we all did. Edmund, uh, executive producer. Uh, he's been awesome. He's been really cool through most of it. He, I don't know. <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, it's cool. But being caught, <laughs> like, ah. like uh, uh, but as far as Lucas, yeah, I was a little worried, especially his mom was concerned because she didn't want it to affect him too much. So, you know, first he missed some school to go to Ontario to meet fans and do all that. But then we're like, okay, we don't want it, this to affect his schooling. Yeah. So we'll just try to dial it back. Because uh, Lucas hasn't had a lot of experience and he still need. if I'm being really honest, he still needs a little bit more training. Uh, but I think he, he has a good memory. I think he is going to make a good little actor. He has a really a better memory than I do. <laughs> he, he memorized his lines quicker than I did. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, because I did that. I uploaded a screen test I did with him because uh, I had a script come my way. And so we set up a scene and I uploaded it to my YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, it's called Ross is Lost. Okay, I'll definitely look that up after this. Yeah, I won't get into that. <laughs> that was my, I used to put up a lot of weird different videos. Um, but uh, as far as Lucas goes, we decided we want to kind of dial it back for him because... He, it was kind of, I didn't want it to go to his head. Yeah. I mean, he's eight, eight years old and it was funny at the premieres. He went right up to a couple of people. Hi, I'm in the movie. Would you like pictures? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so cute. That's so yeah. cute. <laughs> he went to take a picture and he was just saying that around here and we we're like, okay, Lucas, let's uh, dial it back. 
And so basically with him, I'm going to, at first I was thinking, yeah, we'll just do everything. We'll get him in as many movies and try to, you know, um, what's the words I'm looking for? You know, do what we can while we can right now. Yeah, but then yeah. thought about it some more and we're like, no, let's wait. You know, Skinnamarink isn't going anywhere. Um, if anything, more and more people are still discovering it. You know, it's this is just the start. Because I think my first reaction was, oh, no, I have a small window. We got to capitalize on the success as quickly as possible. So I was freaking out and panicking at first. Yeah. But then I talked to some friends and some other people that are in the industry and they just said, you know, relax, take a deep breath, just uh, think about what you want to do and, you know, one step at a time. So, yeah, especially for him. Yeah, especially for him. Yeah. So I said, okay, back to school. We're going to focus on school right now. And any spare time that you have, we'll just get you um, some acting lessons, some more experience, some small things get you. So basically, that's the plan for him right now is to just get him a little bit uh, more trained up and more experience. And one step at a time, because uh, that was a lot all at once. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him in more horror movies, man. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, let's get him in there. Yeah. He, and, oh, yeah. You got to watch the little snippets on my Instagram of him introducing it. The crowd, everybody was just like, oh. Like, yeah, I'm definitely so going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he definitely. He's going to do a great, he's going to do fine. Uh, as for me, I had to kind of do the same thing. I had to dial it back a bit because I'm trying to juggle a lot. Yeah. Um, trying to be a, I mean, my kids go to their mums every weekend, so that frees up a lot of time. And I'm a bartender as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're busy. Yeah. And uh, I do, I had a lot of different podcasts reach out to me. You know what's funny is that I never, really listened to a lot of podcasts i didn't even realize i knew they were big but i didn't realize how massive podcasts have become yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy how how fast they're taking over <laughs> yeah it's, cra it's crazy how it's like and a lot of them aren't even visual like it's almost like being on the radio it's 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 crazy how it's kind of come full circle in that sense yeah Me as far as media goes you know how it, it's it's almost like it started out with radio and not seeing anybody and then sorry my phone's going off um and then it you know visual and now it's like it's come back now and everybody's listening to podcasts now and yeah. like so it's it's uh anyways i have a lot of opportunities there but i i'm trying to take my time with that and i what else sorry <laughs> i went on a roll there you i get excited i oh bootleg 317 he that's the name of uh instagram and youtube channel he does a lot of horror movie like uh he has his own thing going on there skits um I don't know how to explain that. It's funny. It's hilarious. He has a pretty big following on YouTube. Yeah. I would like everybody to go check out uh, Bootleg317. I'll send you the information for that. We can. Okay. I think I might already be subscribed to that channel, but I'm sending it to me anyway, just in case if I'm not. Because I follow a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. He does like parodies. Like he, he did a Lego version of skinnamarink yes that's uh, what i saw that's what i saw yeah yeah that was so yeah, good Lego people, 
people. And then, yeah, yeah, it was so, it's hilarious. He's very talented. Um, oh, I forgot his name already. I think it's because, of, oh, well, he said to call him Boot. That's a nickname as well. So I'll just call him Boot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Boot, uh, he's he's a pretty cool guy. We've been talking a lot. He We are going to do, he calls it a riff, skit, slash riff. Like, so he's going to riff on Skinamarine. I, uh, he wanted me to do uh, an episode with him. So oh, I did. Awesome. He's been, he sent me a script. I I already filmed it. I filmed my scenes. I don't. I can't say too much more than that. <laughs> I gotta be careful what I say. Um, so his he I his characters on his show are Ali and Jay. And so basically, Ali and Jay. Yeah. Are yeah. <laughs> I think everybody can put that together. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. they speak to Ross. So Ali and Jay wants to meet Ross. So that's all I'm gonna say. And oh, yeah. I, I've sent it off, and now it's in the editing phase. He's he's got some things to work out because we weren't sure how we were going to do it. You know what I mean with me being here and the scenes. And then yeah, so I think he said he's going to try and release it by June, maybe. Okay, cool. So that's something to definitely look forward to. Um, I'll put links to that in the description as well for his channel. Wow, you're busy. Uh, other than that, <laughs> Other than that, the only other thing I have right now, because I've been trying to focus on a bunch of other things, yeah, um, is a short film by Tri Troy Basoran. He's on my Instagram. Uh, he is writing a bunch of projects. He's the plan is to write a short film. It's called um, Yuletide, and it's a proof of concept. So. Okay. We're going to film uh, that. I think we're either filming in L.A. or up here. We're not sure yet of the location. Uh, we have, I think he has all the actors now that he that he wanted. And we're going to film that this summer, early summer. Nice. And if that works out really well, then he's already got a script for the full feature length. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, man. which is going to be called um, Decorated Trees. Okay. Nice. So Yuletide will be the short story version of Decorated Trees. So if everybody, you know, if that takes off really well, then obviously that's going to green light Decorated Trees. Awesome. There's a lot of stuff I gotta I gotta look out for now too. Um, but yeah. you know, just keep me updated on things too. So if things come out, just send me a little reminder. Um, because sometimes things get a little bit. Get a little bit lost in the sauce sometimes. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool, man. I yeah, it'll be. It, this is going to be a very heavy. I'll just say it's just going to be a very heavy film, um, and you get to see my face. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm really going to have to uh, deliver on this one. That's all I'm going to say. Is it? I'm so happy. I'm I'm very passionate about acting. I don't really care about the fame and the money. I mean, obviously, who doesn't like fame and money? But yeah, passion always rules the game, you know. Yeah, and obviously, I want to uh, provide a better quality of life for my boys and I. So that's you know that's um, uh, what's the word? That's a. Uh, <laughs> you just, you're, you're, you're good. You just want to uh, you want to supply bonus you know what i mean so yeah, big bonus I, I just can't wait to get back into acting again and, and really uh because i got I, i'm i will admit i was a little rusty you know what i mean because there was a gap where i didn't do anything for a while so yeah. it took me a while to remember my process or any process 
So there's a lot of work that goes into it. So now I'm I'm remembering the process now. The more I start doing uh, projects again and acting again, I'm, it's coming it's back. Build the muscle memory. Wait. Exactly, exactly. I need to build my acting muscles up again, and it's, so far it's coming along pretty well. And I'm I'm just really excited to get into my next character and see what I can bring uh, to the project to the story. Awesome. I'm excited for you, man. That's that's great. A lot of good things are coming out for everybody in your family. And I'm I'm so stoked to uh, have you. more things to watch with you in it. And eventually, if Lucas ever goes and uh, acts in other things, I'm I'm so for it. And keep me updated. And I'll make sure to you know let everybody know who's listening as well to uh, check all these things out once the time comes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, like Luke, I just, for Lucas, I just wanted him to, because it was kind of getting to his head, like he was really, he didn't want to go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to go back to I'm famous, dad, leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, dude, you're eight years old, you're not quitting school. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you got to get your education. <laughs> and we're not that big, like we're not super movie stars, like we are, like, we're, like he I, he was definitely well i mean he's on a poster and that poster's been all over europe and south america we were in rolling stones in south america yeah i saw i think i saw someone posting about that on twitter and i was like whoa that's crazy yeah that was that is crazy um uh yeah south america brazil that was it brazil brazilian uh rolling stone <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy his picture and his face like all over the world it was a lot so i'm just trying to keep them grounded and uh but I, the plan is for this summer when school's out we're going to focus 100 percent on acting oh yeah man i'm so excited oh ross this was really really fun you know getting to know you a little bit more and getting to know a little bit behind the scenes and talking about lucas and his experiences and everything this is really fun and i'm um, you're now a friend of the show and i can call you a friend you're great um, absolutely definitely want to get kyle on here at some point but now he's a little bit you know he's on the back burner right now because he's trying to you know relax which he definitely deserves you know relax mm. as much as possible um, i think he's writing right now actually he oh, said he's, yes <laughs> he's trying to get going on his next feature film and that's obviously yeah he's had time to kind of breathe now a little bit but at the same time i remember him saying at the after party he didn't want to wait till summer to write because he didn't want to be stuck inside so his goal was to try to have something i hope i don't get in trouble for saying that because then that would put the pressure on <laughs> no i don't but think I didn't so know that, that was his goal was to try to have something written or at least started by you know late spring or whatever so hopefully he'll have and he did, I did, obviously I had to mention, I didn't want to bug him because he's had, obviously his, you know, he's on a completely different level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, him and I still talk. He's an awesome dude. He's, he's still, I think he's still fairly grounded and he's still um, very caring and genuine. So it, he, he's accessible in that way. Um, I did mention the. I asked him, and I was, I was like, "So, uh, have any ideas to how the auditioning process is going to go for your next film?" Oh yeah, hell yeah! Yeah, and he, like, he just said, "You know what? If there's a part for you, I'll cast you in a heartbeat." Oh wow, so, that's awesome! I, well, yeah, and I said, "Yeah, absolutely. I understand the process. You can't go into writing something with, uh, 
you know what I mean with the yeah, idea with someone of, in mind you want to kind of keep things yeah, open. yeah you, the best way to write something is with a complete yeah. blank page. no one in mind nothing you don't want that to well you know anybody that knows anything about writing you want anything to what's the word influence you yeah influence it yeah in the wrong way like you want to you want you want to draw from different uh influences anyways I hope I answered all your questions. Is there anything uh, we left out? Or? No, you pretty much covered everything. And I just really wanted to know how it all felt with you watching it. And you went over that very well um, and how it affected you. And we kind of shared the same thing. Obviously, it's completely different because you were in the movie and it was your actual son. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. just knowing there was somebody else out there that was feeling the same gut feeling I was when you're seeing a little kid get tormented over and over and over again. That was the worst scene. That was the worst part, man. Yeah. That was, I've been only asked that once, and uh, now I see it, like, the blood, and I was just like... And then hearing mommy, like, that's what got me to, like, oh, you, you shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's so I, bad. I'm not going to lie, like, it, it, it's... I can't even... Oh, man, now I'm getting... <laughs> It's <laughs> You're reliving it. No, dial it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's hard for me. I'm still learning that process too. Because um, when you take on a character in a role, you, you obviously I connect with it, and now I have to let it go. So I'm still working on the letting go part. So when I think of that scene and everything, some stuff still comes up. So whew. yeah, yeah, it's heavy <laughs> stuff. Know, but it was a really heavy. It was really heavy. That's all. I, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. And I, I just can't. I was really shocked at how much it affected me, and still does. So, yeah, still have a bit to learn. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes the movie so good too, is that it's still affecting yeah. you, and you acted in it. So, I mean, that's just a testament of you know Kyle's writing and his um, his vision for how he wanted things to. Look. He's a genius. I think he's a genius. I think he's probably, a, I, I would look at him as a prodigy. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I agree on that too. I love how he's bringing some really fresh and obscure takes on things and, you know, kind of breathing new life into the horror genre and, and anything else that he goes and touches. So um, I'm excited to see what he has next. Yeah, I think you said it like, uh, break. I think you said breaking the mold, so to yeah. speak, and pushing the envelope as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 all happening, and indie horror is uh, the future of horror right now. And uh, thank you for being part of something that scared the hell out of me. Like I really do mean that. Like thank you. That's not like a bad thing. It's a good thing um, for being part of something that lives with me every day still. And I want to go and watch it. I do. <laughs> the thing is, like I want to watch this film again, but I'm like I don't want to come out on the other end and feeling. Like, I can't sleep again. <laughs> Even though I know what happens and I've seen everything, but it still gets me. It still gets me. That's awesome, man. I appreciate your support, and thank you for having me on the show. It's been really nice meeting you. I, that's, the, that's the biggest bonus to this whole experience. Like uh, I, I put that in the post because I wanted everybody to know how grateful I am for everyone that's reached out and that I get to meet and talk to so many new people interesting caring awesome like people creative people especially like-minded yeah uh, yeah i love it it's a, i love meeting new people so me too and, <laughs> yeah always making new friends is important especially in, in the industry but uh yeah it's been a great experience thank you and i can't thank you enough 
<laughs> well, thank you for coming on, and I hope everybody enjoyed the show. This was a fun one. Um, I know we were talking for a while, and it finally landed. We got it going, and um, this was super fun. And uh, but I'd love to have you on again to talk about anything else that comes up when it comes up and it comes out. If you want to come on, promote anything, or if there's anything you want me to uh, say during a show or anything like that, feel free to reach out because you are now a friend of the show, and um, I'm so happy to mm-hmm. have had this opportunity to talk to you and uh, get to know a little bit more about you and the film. So thank you so much, Ross. Thank you. You're very welcome. I will write down, I did write down some of your information, but I'll write down more. Yeah. If you need anything else too, just uh... (laughs) (laughs) everybody's info. So, you know, I don't uh, forget anybody along the way. I, I never forget a face. I might forget a name, but I'll never forget a face. Oh yeah. All right, Ross. Thank you so much for being here, man. And uh, we'll let everybody off the hook now. And if you haven't seen Skin Marink, go watch it right now. It's on Shudder. Um, it will give you nightmares, I promise. So thank you guys so much. And thank you, Ross, again for, for being here, man. Thank you. Cheers.